Affirmative action is defined as an action or policy favoring those who tend to suffer from discrimination, especially in relation to employment or education. It began as riot control and was done out of fear that our society was falling apart. President John F. Kennedy, who sought to prevent race discrimination, created the term in 1961 to address the discrimination that African Americans are facing in the workforce. President Kennedy said, take affirmative action to ensure that applicants are employed and that employees are treated without regard to their race, creed, color, or national origin. Although the term was originally meant to improve job opportunities for minorities, many cases involving racial discrimination in the acceptance of students into universities have been brought to the Supreme Court. In 1978, a white man was denied admission to the University of California Medical School at Davis. He had the required academic achievements while minority applicants were given preference. The Supreme Court ruled that the colleges would consider race as a factor among many in the holistic review of an applicant, but racial quotas could not be set. Between 2012 and 2016, support of affirmative action has dropped from 78% to 41%. Students for Fair Admission, a nonprofit membership group, believes that racial classifications and preferences in college admissions are unfair, unnecessary, and unconstitutional. They are suing Harvard on the basis that Harvard discriminates against Asian American applicants. Edward Bloom, a man who has a long history of attacking civil rights, is behind the Harvard trial. He has attempted to end affirmative action by suing a number of schools. His failure in past cases, such as a Fisher v. University of Texas case, prompted him to form Students for Fair Admission, where he recruits members to challenge Harvard admissions. Stand-up comedian Hassan Minhaj says that the number of Asian American students admitted to Harvard has increased over the last two decades. He believes that dismantling affirmative action will not get rid of implicit bias. He notes that Asians are 5.8% of the U.S. population, but a comprised 22.2% of Harvard's admitted class last year. Jeannie Sue Gerson, a Harvard Law School professor, says that since the 1990s, Harvard freshman class has remained stable, between 16 and 19 percent, while, per- while the percentage of Asians in the U.S. population has more than doubled. She mentions a 2009 Princeton study, which shows that the Asians had to score 140 more points higher on the SAT than whites to have the same chance of admissions to top universities. She believes the problem is not race-conscious holistic review. Rather, it is the added sub-rosa deployment of racial balancing in a manner that keeps the number of Asians so artificially low relative to whites who are less strong on academic measures. I strongly believe that race should not be a factor that solely determines students' admission into universities, and schools should not create quotas that limit the minorities they admit. However, affirmative action was originally created to have a diversified and inclusive workforce. While affirmative action was created to have a positive effect on society, judgments based on race can, in itself, be seen as racist. Affirmative action could lead to minorities not getting the chance to have their qualifications actually reviewed, but rather, they would be admitted or hired solely to diversify certain communities. Edward Bloom not only claims that Harvard is using an unconstitutional racial quota against Asians, but he also has a goal to erase all references to race in general. I believe that Bloom's goal of getting rid of affirmative action and all references to race will blind us to the problems still, that still exist in our society. Race remains a factor in college admissions as it is a factor in life that is out of our control. 
Although it is hard to find a solution to the controversial problems that will satisfy everyone, I agree with Hassan Minhaj. He believes that the acceptance of people for who they are, regardless of color, nationality, or race, in our society should first be addressed before we attack universities for their admissions against Asian Americans. A solution to this should begin with giving those with a lower socioeconomic status an equal chance at going to college. Since education is the only way to progression in our society, funding in areas such as city schools or other impoverished areas with high crime and low literacy rates should be increased. This will allow for people to have an equal chance at higher education, which can lead to college admissions being solely merit-based. Favoritism is a common problem that students notice from a very young age. If a blind review of applicants was adapted, it would decrease possible discrimination. However, in certain situations, diversity is needed and affirmative action becomes beneficial. For example, in elementary schools that have a high population of minorities, the school system should include a diversified group of teachers. The question of whether affirmative action will have a positive or negative effect on our society still remains. We must first make sure that our society receives a high-quality education in order to ensure that opportunities in the workforce and universities are solely merit-based.